What's on your jumper, by the way? You had a little... Is it a little creature? I can't see. A zebra. Oh. It's a nice sort of orangey mustard colour. Yeah, I thought I'd lost this jumper. I asked oh. somebody of, of stealing it and then I remembered that I had a big box of all my winter clothes in the cupboard. Ah, I, was, I was like, why have I got no jumpers someone. at all? <laughs> and then I got the box and I was like, I, before I even got the box out of the cupboard, I was like, I could see that the orange. <laughs> and I opened it up and it's full of all my winter jumpers. And oh, cool. Stuff like that. So I think, I think it's actually, I often have this, it's like those in-between uh, season yeah. weather where the, I have clothes which are just right for it but I always forget to wear them yeah same so it's like it gets by the time it gets cold I'm, I've been mm. wearing this jacket that is just like two thin. jackets are the thing I've got so many mm. jackets and there's only a certain period of time when you can wear them yeah and it's yeah. like, it's like and, and then I, I'm, I'm too cold like this and it's like there's a, there is a sort of in between season coat or jacket but I forget to wear it and I just have to go straight to the winter one what's your um, if, you know if, if you have like you have badges right Badges, badges yeah. on your face. yeah if you have a badge that you really like to wear but you're like me you've got like lots of different coats and jackets yeah how do you decide which one you're going to put it on or do you well, move I it around yeah, but otherwise I would, I would just move I would, I would leave them on there so you just like leave badge. it on so you yeah, the badge choose the badge for the coat yeah but I haven't been wearing them so much really no I mean mm. it depends having the right kind of jacket for it or a leather jacket's good. My leather jacket's got badges on. Yeah, I don't oh. want to put holes in my leather jacket. I know, jacket. I was say it's probably not a good idea now. I think quite a bit is done now. Yeah. I think ideally it'd be good to have some sort of satchel-y bag that doesn't matter so much and I could put badges on. Yeah, but sometimes they get, they fall off because they hit against things. It's true, it's the nature of badges. I still want a badge making machine. I told you I had one, did I? Yeah. Yeah. But do you and still have it? it? Yeah. No, I was hoping it was going to be here. I left it at the hack space when I moved to New York. Mm. And when I came back, it had gone. So I don't know if someone had taken it. Well, I suppose it must have done. Also, the hack space moved in that time. Um, I also want to learn to play the um, Qigong, which is like the, <laughs> the sort of zither thing, the Chinese zither thing that they play in the Untamed. It looks really relaxing. Just like one of those, yeah, sort of long wooden string thing. Like a fancy violin. Yeah, but it's um. Take, on your knees. Yeah, you have it on your knees. Maybe it's quite hard to play. I don't know, because I don't know how you make different notes. Because you don't hold it down like a guitar. It's just where you hit it on the string, I suppose. Mm. So that must be quite mm. precise. Because I, I don't see, because they use both hands. They don't hold a fret down. Well, maybe they are holding it down, just they don't have frets. I mean, just maybe. Like the violin doesn't have a fret. But I, I, I yeah, but that's where you hit it on the bow, isn't it? I mean, on the, it's where you bow it yeah. on the. But I can, I'm, I'm pretty certain that a string of the same length will always produce the same note. That you have to, you have to alter the length of the string. No, if you hit it in different parts of the string, that will be a different note, won't it? No, I don't think so. What if it's held down in different places? Maybe that's well, if it's it. held down, that's, that's yeah. shortened the string. So that's I mean, that's like with a violin, you hold it in different spots. Oh, you're right. Yeah, so it's probably they're doing that, but maybe they're doing it with both hands at the same time sometimes. 
or perhaps I mean you also get some sound just from pressing it down as well so you mm. get a sound who knows maybe it's got a sliding fret thing yeah I'm sure there's uh there's got to be some group somewhere in London that or in, in the UK that has these instruments not sure. but it might be as well you'll be they, you, you may not be uh, who knows whether they'll be welcoming all the new what's the name of the show again the untamed untamed whether they'll be like great all these untamed fans are <laughs> swelling our ranks it's getting hold of the instrument first my cousin makes instruments really beautiful like lutes and things like that so he can make one but it would be very expensive <laughs> yes it's a very gray day today it's mm. kind of it's there's no the, the concept of the sun has just gone it's just a like in a gray box of, sort of light which but we should say listener because we are recording on the eighth is it the eighth anyway yeah. trump has trump has just been voted out <laughs> let's put it that way <laughs> so is we sh even though it's a gray day it's a happy day it's a hopeful day um yeah, I'm very glad it's over. I liked the way the site, the Bloomberg site, had their little <laughs> faces. Either side, they're just really cute. Who did the actual graphics of their faces? No, oh, that was Alison. Okay. But she drew it. Day. Yeah. We did a um, Reddit Ask Me Anything in um, Data is Beautiful, which people can find. And uh, someone was like, could you make a sexy Waluigi? And she drew one of those quickly. A sexy what? Waluigi. He's like the, the the evil twin of Luigi, I think, in the Mario. Oh, oh I don't know. Okay. Come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Infer that just from the name. <laughs> oh, actually, the only reason I know that is because I was looking up this French comedian. Um. Oh God, damn it! I've forgotten his name. A YouTube star. <sighs> And he did one of his first videos that was like huge. He's one of the most watched YouTubers, and I hadn't even heard of him. Um, he's quite he's quite young, and he just does things from his bedroom. And one of them was um, about Luigi, and it was all about like Luigi. It was a song, and it was Luigi saying like, "Why does no one like me?" Essentially, like I do all the work, and my brother gets all the. Is it his brother? <laughs> gets all the credit. It's really good. I look it up. Um, Believe so. I'm not. I'm not big into Murray Brothers either. I was a. I was a Sega fan. It just feels a bit like there's just work and nothing else. Is it noticeably quiet? That's what it feels like to me. Yes. Yeah. It's well, traffic. Like yeah, traffic. Like, but yesterday I went to the sea and it was packed because yeah, it was such a nice day. Um. But the streets were really quiet, and my where my building is, it's just suddenly gone really quiet. Mm -hmm. I guess I think it's all the parks just... have got very busy. Yeah, parks and the beaches. Yeah, parks and the beaches, yeah. Yeah, understandably. Um, oh. The, the listener knows that well, there's, there's I am now. <laughs> that we paused, that we had a pause view. Stuff that's not. Yeah. Tender ears. <laughs> Tender ears would not 
comprehend. Oh, do you think the listener has tender ears? Stuff that we're listening to, talking about. There was that listener in um, Singapore. So hi from Singapore, if you're still listening, or if that was just a one-off, I don't know. No, it wasn't a one-off because apparently someone listened to my other podcast in that. So I don't know. But I'm hoping that there'll be a listener, someone who listens to The Untamed, because this isn't about The Untamed, but still. No, it's gradually becoming more. <laughs> It'll be nice to, yeah. I always forget what it's called as well. I'm like, it's the un-something that she's watching. <laughs> the un- Unbelievable. Unbelievably sexy. Yeah. <laughs> unwanted. <laughs> no. Um, untamed, like the, the just can't. He <laughs> control all of these are not good synonyms. <laughs> mm. Um, uncontrollable, uncontrollable mm. sexiness, <laughs> pipe playing, right? Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. And do you know what's annoying about dreams this week? You had an amazing dream that you sent me that was really long, yeah, but I keep having these really interesting dreams but they vanish as soon as I wake up which is so not like me I yeah. just cannot keep them in my head that's why I had to message it almost straight mm. away and I was so annoyed that I lost well I could say what the talk about the dream but that I had mm. two really good ideas well, I didn't what happened is I met two people in my dream oh yeah and then after when I woke up I was like well actually seeing as I dreamt them I can claim those as my ideas yeah they are your ideas my my dream uh, you are everyone in your dream but then i couldn't remember the second dream the oh, second yeah. idea sorry second i got, idea. I got the first idea but i couldn't remember the did not come back to you no <sighs> it probably wasn't very good it was a bit more <laughs> it was a bit more subtle like the, the first one was very visual um and the second one was more of a sort of conceptual idea and so you can see why it's a bit harder to grasp it and it's because there was so much else going on in the dream. Well, it was things. weird that you, and I've had this a few times this week. It's one of those coincidence weeks, like where you, the thing that you said you dreamt about, I literally that second when you told me had been thinking about. And right. this has happened a few times where I've been like thinking about something and then someone's like, something that's completely unrelated to anything else. And it's something that I've just been thinking about. It's just a strange alignment of... Um, yeah, because you dreamt that you went into a a jazz cafe that was kind of like secret because of COVID, like underground, right? Yeah. And I literally was walking to work when you were sending it to me. And for no, I don't know why. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I said about the underground office. Bar. Yeah, because I was and thinking about how the fact like... that we couldn't go out for a drink with work. And I was imagining someone like if a bar a kind of hipster place open a kind of speakeasy sort of illegal thing where you're coming in and then how would it work like you'd have to pretend that you're just going to see someone in your bubble but actually it's a, <laughs> actually it's a bar and then all these like hipsters kind of going down into this basement <laughs> I think as well I know now where the bar or where a lot of the inspiration came from because there's this, there was this bar, which I don't know if it's still like that, but in this hotel, um, there was this award ceremony there, and they had this kind of really tall sort of like a, a column. This is in real life, mm-hmm. um, with sort of twin tracks of metal, and loads and loads of oranges on them, uh-huh. so that they could sort of just like pick an orange off to sort of oh yeah it yeah make orange juice. 
but it kind of curled all the way around this pole and sort of all over the bar. It was a bit like being inside a pinball machine. <laughs> and um, so it was like that, but with more neon. Oh, shall I read? Do you want to say it then, your dream? Don't mind. I've got it written down. You said... Oh, yeah, maybe I should read it and then I can yeah, okay. censor any bits if I need to. I wouldn't say it. There's nothing... Okay. Um, Have you got it? Right, yes. Yeah, so, so in my dream, I'd started doing another art degree. So there was that mm -hmm. sort of underlying terror of why I'd done that. And we'd been given this assignment to come up with some idea based on an art essay, which was something to do with coal. And I was finding it really hard to kind of understand the essay and to come up with an idea. Because also reading in a dream is pretty much impossible. So I sort of yeah. like had this thing, <laughs> I can't read these words because it's a dream and of course it's unreadable and um yeah I don't know about that bit maybe I'll skip this bit but later I was in this sort of like DIY store and I was just smashing everything up for no apparent reason particularly and the, and the lights were particularly trying to turn the lights out as well because I had a torch I don't know why that was a good idea <laughs> um and then <laughs> I was in this office um, not an actual office I've ever been to, but very kind of like just your very typical office layout. And this kind of desk had been pushed aside a bit and there was a, a sign, a handwritten sign taped to it, which just said bar in capital letters and had an arrow pointing down. And then behind the table was where there was a hole in the floor. And you know, those sorts of flaps that you lift up in offices, which uh, sort of reveal power sockets and internet. I have them in uh, school, yeah. Yeah. So they're pretty small though, aren't they? Because they're only about probably yeah. uh, about 40 centimetres by yeah. 30 or something. So it was one of those that was lifted up, but instead of, there was just a hole. And uh, there was another handwritten sign saying free tickets, which was some, in my mind, was some sort of thing that you were supposed to have tickets, but it was some sort of like COVID sort of related kind of, you know, limiting the number of people that are going in down. So I sort of slithered down into this bar. And you could hear the jazz, jazz music playing. Uh, you know, sort of double bass and some uh, cool. someone playing um, playing a, a snare drum with uh, brushes, and um, yeah. So down there, I was. I then started chatting to some uni friends, and they read the assignment, the, the essay, and had already come up with these really good ideas. And I, the, I was sort of taking the idea of coal too literally, and they'd sort of seen past this into this sort of general kind of ideas of power and nature. And so this friend, and that this friend I think is actually based on a real friend I do know from uni. Mm. And so he had bought this enormous battery that was sort of bright yellow cylindrical, um, a very high voltage. And he was planning to grow an orchid um, on it. Oh. And because he had this, there's this special, in the dream, there's this special type of orchid, which has to have high voltage for it in order to grow. And I think this came from when I was reading on Reddit during the week, there was someone sort of had made this post about, um, you know, how house plants, if you just sort of like look at them the wrong way, they just die. <laughs> it's like, you know, the plants in nature are just sort of so crazy. And they sort of posted this picture of this, um, this plant literally growing on a power line, you know, like an overhead power line. It's just like this huge plant that just started growing. Oh, I see, like they're more robust yeah yeah so robust but i kind of in orchids my head, I are I... generally known to be not aren't they they're like very delicate um, fussy it I think. depends i think on where you are i think in sort of in the right okay. conditions i think that's they, quite they fussy can to be almost grow, like weeds yeah, yeah. and but, but this actually isn't an orchid anyway i mean from reddit it said it was a uh, an air oh. plant because i mean it's grown on a wire there's no soil what um, in your the one in your dream you looked up? No, no, you... no. The, the, <laughs> oh, the one you're talking this about. This is okay. probably so confusing. In, in Reddit, on real life, the comments were saying that it was an air plant, and that's how it was grown on this electricity wire. And okay. of course, it's not like the electricity wasn't, you know, helping it thrive in any way. It's it's 
the, the you know is isolated I mean it might possibly have some effect on it growing but um yeah I'm just drawing your enough, face isn't it? god <laughs> I'm gonna skip over some bits anyway so I was okay, in a, yeah fair enough. I was in a I was in a sort of playground slash prison yard and um it, it, it was uh sort of there was a school which was all sort of half boarded up and there was a sign to sort oh, yeah. of use the other entrance and so I went in that bit and was chatting to one of the prisoners but we were also just kind of waiting on a train platform and I decided he must have been a train geek or, or thought he might be and sort of that that would sort of distract from the situation so sort of started talking about this time I'd seen these famous trains but that itself was a memory from another dream which is strange. that is really so, weird yeah so it's like I know that I haven't seen these these trains in real life but I did see them in a previous dream and so I was you said you've done that. that before yeah where I reference other dreams yeah yeah. Cool. And I have quite a lot of, um, as I say, where it's like the same places. Um, yeah. Because later in the week I had a dream. Oh, that was it. I was There's this really nice seaside area I've been to in dreams. And, um, and I was there, but with work colleagues, and it was kind of just crappy. And I was just like, oh, you know, that sort of disappointment where you're like, oh, I'm like, oh, normally it's really nice. You know, the tide's much oh, further. Oh, yeah. Well, you're trying to show it's someone warm, something. And there's like these rock pools you can use. And it's just like, it was just a grey, cloudy day. <laughs> and there's also like, there was some place we were going to go, like some bar that was closed or something. So it's just like everything was just kind of shit. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, I can imagine it would be nice. Oh. And, you know, that kind of like not wanting to sort of yeah. be rude or sort of sound down. And you're just like, oh, sorry, it's nothing to show you. Oh. But, um, anyway, sorry, back to the train. So yeah, the, the train arrived and... Um, he just got on it and I, and then I got I thought it was not my train but then I just got on it anyway and it was I, I figure retrospectively it probably was the Elizabeth line just because it sort of looked a bit like the overground that was purple okay which logically would make it Elizabeth line I don't know the um, Elizabeth and, I, and line. I was pleased because that meant that I would be able to get home directly on it and that's where where does the Elizabeth line go well, I don't know because that's an open jet. Well, I do know. It oh, like a surprise! They're not going to be like open the stations and like, say, I haven't. No oh, do you mean what do you mean it hasn't opened yet? Um, so that's the that's Crossrail as well. That's the other. That's, Crossrail is re, rebranded the Elizabeth Line. Oh. So it connects. It's already partly running. It goes from way out in Essex, like Shenfield or something, oh. to Reading, uh, the other side. But the middle isn't ready yet. Okay. They were. It was one of those things that was a bit crazy where they were like, "This is going to be ready in December 2019." And everyone, and because they hadn't delayed it and it was coming up, it was like mid-November and everyone's like, so it's going to open then. And they're like, this is amazing. It's on time and everything. And then they're like, ah, no, it's not ready at all. It'd be several years. <laughs> but I was honestly caught up in it. I was like, somehow, amazingly, they think they're going to open on December 19th or whatever. It's just like, there was not even a station built. And it's just like, how's that going to happen? But now at least, because I can see not quite from my window but if I walk out on the balcony I can see the station and it's looking a lot more complete are you sketching yeah drawing you <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good the, animated um... maniac smile of <laughs> yeah no your mouth is the hardest to to do a mouth like a weird fish fish like a well I'm trying to get fish. you've got like a kind of the shape of it is uh, yeah I want to learn to um to draw a bit better but I do, yeah, just to get around my sort of fiddle things. So it depends what the table. Is as well. Is it like 
Um, what the what? realism, probably, probably realism. Oh yeah, I don't want realism, but I'd like to, to. I suppose know how to do certain things like noses yeah, and mouths. There's and... some little tricks on it. Yeah, noses tricks. Really yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got a little tiny book on drawing hands and feet over there, which I haven't got around to. But hands are really hard. Yeah. Feet probably as well, but, but um, hands. Good. I've kind of done a few times when I've had to invigilate at school. Um, I just have to sit there. You're not allowed right. to do anything. Um, and I doodle and I've doodled students and I've tried to practice like hands. Um, I know I saw um, too bad. this painting, I can't remember who it was of, but it was a, a Lucian Freud painting. And uh, the, the hands were weird on that as well. And I was like, he's, a, he's a, an exceptionally <laughs> yeah. good painter. So I was like, yeah, if he, if he can't do it, it's obviously it's hard. I mean, it was, it was kind of like there was nothing. The thing that was weird is it was hard to know what was actually wrong because it was it was that thing where someone was sitting like with their fingers um, crossed like this. What's this called? Oh, that's. But they were like that with their their fingers all crossed together on their on their knee. Yeah. So there's all kinds of awkward kind of foreshortening and like how yeah. big the thing. Yeah. And it just also it sausage like big, fingers. Yeah, exactly. There's too like many fingers. fingers. Yeah. Yeah, and so but it's you were kind of like honestly it might look weird if it was a photograph you know so it's not. It wasn't the lack of realism. It was just mm. it. Maybe it was just a weird pose. Maybe that was deliberate. But maybe he was actually trying to. There was a sort of underlying, you know, kind of Freudian, you know, <laughs> these big bunch of penisy sausage fingers. Like, <laughs> some penisy sausage fingers. Yeah. Um. Yes. I can't remember who the sitter was. I'm trying to remember if I told you any dream. Did I not tell you any dreams this week? I've had so many and I can't remember any of them. So that's not interesting, is it? Um... <coughs> Sorry, just oh. <laughs> couldn't hold it back. You can edit that out if you want. <laughs> we'll put an echo right. on it. <laughs> um, not, right. not a poverty cough, it was, it was just no. kind of saliva again. Ooh, just you know, wave itself text. or something. Oh. Well, you should have it on mute. Yeah. No, it is on mute, but I just, because the, uh, there's only two people that text me, my dad and my flatmate. And if my flatmate's texting me, it's because she's in need of uh, something or, like and it is her. actual text. Uh, yeah. Oh. And it, and it's my flatmate. And she's just yeah. saying that her friend's going to pop in to go to a loo. <laughs> so you might hear that in the background. Oh, oh, there'll be about 25 minutes. Okay, so let's go. <laughs> let's talk oh, about minute 16. Around. We don't want longer than that anyway. They could be our guest, though. <laughs> random, random toilet using stranger. <laughs> Did you see I've repotted my plant? The um the Tradescanthia. No, grows. but I need to do mine because it's massive. Yeah. Well what happens is mine it's weird because it's often looks simultaneously dead and thriving. Because <laughs> it kind of um it grows really long and then all the yeah. all the bits which are near the pot die off. They're yeah. like dead. And yet the other end is just doing brilliantly and you're like so somehow That's like what it does i suppose the plant goodness is getting through the dead bit to get to the end mm. but i uh, i just chopped out the middles so and then and stuck it back in so either it's either it's gonna my one because i only have my windowsill really and all my plants are on my windowsill but then i feel like i don't get to appreciate them very much plus because that one's a traily one the radiator's directly underneath and i don't want them to be training onto the radiator it doesn't seem very no. good but if I put them elsewhere in my room, do you think there's enough light? Can you picture my room? Well, because it's not like the brightest. Depends what plant it is, but 
That one that I'm talking Something about, which... the zebra one. Tradescantia. Is that what you're talking about? The purpley one that dangles, yeah. dangles down? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it called something zebra? That... Maybe. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that one. I don't know if it needs loads of light. Okay. Because I have um. I'll put it somewhere else then. Calathea in my bathroom. They're notoriously fussy. My previous one, well, my previous one, I was going to say it died, but it isn't quite dead, so that I've put that in the bathroom. And it's strangely oh, been happy. okay because it's like one leaf has come out, although it was about uh, at the ends of it were already dead before the leaf even uncurled, which is annoying and strange. Oh, nice air. That's an odd noise, like a sort of whispering. <laughs> it's like a horror film in my flat. Like there's a kind of someone in the walls talking to me. <laughs> ah. Anyway, so I leave my stereo on. Um, okay. Because it's low energy. Yeah. But it means you get these weird whispery noises in the speaker ah. from like things that are interfering with it. Ah, that's creepy. Yeah. They're they're very they're very quiet, and so I just I just don't listen to those voices. <laughs> Maybe they're like seeping into your consciousness and they're telling you to do things. <laughs> There's some kind of name for this sort of phenomenon. Oh, it's creepy. To blank tapes. They, that, they oh, don't. It's from scary. Like, from um, William Gibson. Yeah, there's people oh. who just buy, buy blank audio cassettes and then play them at very high volume. And you hear this. Oh, there is a name. I don't know if it's the same. Messages. Yeah, I don't know if. Maybe it is the same thing as you're talking about, a phenomenon where you hear and once you hear it as a voice, you can't stop hearing it. And if you've decided that that's what it's saying, um, yeah, then that's what you hear because we're very suggestible. But you can kind of like it's like um, seeing faces in random patterns. It's the same kind of thing, yeah. isn't it? It's like hearing voices out of just yeah white noise sometimes because i have that noise machine on all night and sometimes that's strange because you can kind of hear things within it it depends what frequency if you have it um i think if it's if it's kind of a bit higher it it sort of sounds sometimes like if you tune into it you're like oh it sounds like someone's kind of whispering underneath and occasionally i've kind of gone god is someone actually talking and I just can't hear it because the machine I turn the machine off and there's just dead silence I'm like uh <laughs> it's weird yeah I've definitely had that but I find also sometimes just um with the way my stereo is set up that sometimes certain sounds just sound too realistic as well like there's sort of you know like a is that a maraca what's the sort of like shaky thing yeah maraca. yeah so something like that sort of like starts up and it just sounds like it's in the room. And I pause ah. the music. And I'm like, okay, it stopped for that bit. And I'm like, okay, yeah, just the music. I haven't been visited by the ghost of. <laughs> we watched a good film last night that I was saying about his house. It's about um. Uh, oh, but now there's like a high pitched whining noise. There's all kinds of sounds going on in my head today. Or just in the flat. Yeah, they hear things in the walls anyway. They hear um, voices and talking, and then there are people in the walls, these children. They're just eyes looking out. It's very spooky. But they do that well, like a few times in the film, where there's kind of voices, but it's indeterminate. And I think that's so much scarier than actually hearing 
they do that in the ring as well actually that was one of the because I didn't find the ring that scary but one of the scary things about it was that there's a moment when they're in the house and someone's talking upstairs and you can hear them but it's a sort of mumbling and that's so frightening like a kind of it's a voice but not really coherent and it's kind of like you can't quite make it out (laughs) right we should get on to minute 16 before a friend comes around to use the toilet because there will be (laughs) disruption minute 16 that's right isn't it yeah yeah okay so, it's a, weird, it's a weird minute, really, because uh, is relative to the last minute where so much happened and it was clear. This one is is yeah confusing. So, uh, because well, well, to set the scene as well. So he's just woken up, and he's now yeah. talking to his mum. But he's talking to his yeah. mum both like from his woken up state in bed. Yeah. And also from his TV studio dream dreams TV studio inside his head. Yeah, and also. To add to the sort of confusion, he's speaking in French, Spanish, and English. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> well done, Gaia. Um, yeah. Yes, because I watched it the first time without without subtitles. Well, because up till now, yeah. it wasn't clear that I was actually going to need subtitles. Because when we mm. first, because to make it easier from rather than watching it on the DVD, I've ripped the DVD to my computer, and at first it didn't have the subtitles. Yeah. So Same. I was like, oh, maybe it's a little bit of French, and I just will, you know, get by, and we won't need it. But it seems that with the subtitles are definitely going to be needed throughout this uh, endeavour. Mm. Um, I think so, generally it's going to be a mixture. Yeah. Because we've got French actors, but he doesn't speak French. So they're going to so, speak English to him, I think. Um, so she's speaking in French only, but then he lapses yeah. into Spanish and English. Yeah. She just speaks French, though. Um, and she said he says that she lied to him to get him a job. Well, He's so like, it starts, he says, why are you trying to mock me on the air? Yeah. So do we, this is the thing, because we, we could say that the dialogue is, so it says, why are you trying to mock me on the air? And, and I don't think we ever really hear what she says. So it sometimes has the subtitles, but you can't actually make it out. So yeah. Actually, I. Did, do you think you could hear what she was saying? Oh, well, did it not subtitle it? It did, it did. But it, oh. I, I thought it was, at times it was unaudible. Inaudible? Uh, but maybe that was just my perception. Not sure. So no, I think I could hear. Job. Is that what you called it? And then she says, did it go badly? Yeah. My job my is sherry. a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, my job is a piece of shit. I just glue paper in a basement all day. Yeah, like, well, it they was don't... in the basement. It didn't look like to us. Well, they did go down. Yeah, it is. Because they is? went down those stairs, remember? We didn't actually see them go down. Downstairs, but we saw well, we didn't see oh. him go in though, did we? But when we saw there was that shot of the stairs going up. But in the dream sequence, he jumps out of the window. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But they are downstairs. So that's a con- yeah, yeah. But that's a dream. Mm. That's a dream. So it's not it's not logical, is it? Um but yeah, she but she says, um, like, don't say that, like, darling. And then she said, but, but, but Pouchet said, and who's Pouchet? I, I got that in. Is that her nickname for the boss? Because she's friends with the boss. She's got him the job. No, maybe. Like, I didn't, I can't remember no, what she says mention, at the beginning. Mention, nobody mentioned his mum in the office. No. 
No, so you think they'd be like, you know, how is your mum? Blah 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 blah. But yeah. she, I think she must have kind of somehow swung him this thing through someone she knows. Yeah. That's that. That's the point. And well, or, or I wondered whether it could be the um, the uh, guardian. Oh no, but don't think so. She didn't seem to know about the job. Uh, but um, so anyway, but just before we get on to the next bit, though, do you yeah. think? when he's in his dream and talking on the phone, that he's yeah. literally saying that to her. Because it felt like, because he's like trying to say, why are you trying to mock me on the air? Yeah, which that's is... That's weird, because yeah. he, she'd be yeah. like, that's incongruous, it doesn't make sense, what are you talking about on the yeah. air? Yeah, yeah. But then... Um, but then he actually is talking to her. Yeah, because then later, well, that's it, he says, she, he says, you lied to get me back here. Um, no, to get me a job, to get me a job. Oh, it says here, uh, the subtitle says to get me back here. Oh. And then and it says, I won't stay another day, to which she replies, that's not nice. But we don't know, I don't know whether, I don't know how thought out it is as to whether we're supposed to sort of think that this is just, everything he says in both places is real. Oh, what my thinking is, he is in and out of sleep in this sequence. So in the scene before, he... um. The uh, he has the dream in the in the office and blah, blah blah, and then the alarm goes off and it kind of interrupts his dream, and so then he kind of is half awake, half asleep, and the sleep the the awake bit of him you see in his bedroom and he's reaching out for the alarm clock, the sleep bit of him is the homunculus, you know. Well, that's not right, is it? Because the homunculus is like doing things while you're awake; they're just there in your head, and it goes back and back and back. Yeah. But anyway, the sleep part of him is also going. Oh, we're now waking, and the both of them are kind of coming together. And what I think is, his then his phone rings. He goes back to sleep. He turns the alarm off. He goes back to sleep, and then his phone rings. And so now he's like half awake, half asleep. So he's kind of going in and out. So it's that kind of thing where you're like having a conversation. So it's not, the phone has, he is actually talking to his mum. He's also kind of, he he has a sleep disorder. So he's like, when he's awake, he's kind of in dreams. That's the point. He's got kind of uh, narcolepsy or something. That's kind of the whole point okay. of the film. <laughs> like, oh. well, 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 you can see that he... Let's just finish it. No, <laughs> but you can see that he like... <laughs> Fuck it. Fix ...has this dream thing. Because right. he's going into dreams already. It's not the whole point of the film. I'm just saying already we can see that like he has this weird dream yeah. thing. Right. So it's going to continue to be ambiguous as to where. Yeah, I think so. Between some of the dream and real life is. Yeah. Because I feel like his mum is actually on the phone. Yes. Yeah. I think that's true. But you're right. Like he's saying things that are she's not she reacting to, very... to that don't make sense. Yeah. And the voice seems very detached as well. So I feel like it just mm. almost you could imagine it saying the same thing, almost like it's pre-recorded, you know, just say the yeah. same thing regardless of what his response is, because she's just like, that's not nice. We'll come and see us on Wednesday. And then maybe she's up. used to him being weird because he's got yeah. this thing. Although then you'd think she might go like, Oh honey, are you in your dream again? <laughs> or something. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't know, maybe no one knows that he has these weird dreams. So it's then in the TV studio, he hangs up. Yeah. And then this woman is in the TV studio, sat there, who we yeah. think is his mother, presumably. Yeah. And this actress is Mew Mew, is oh. her nickname, like a cat noise, Mew Mew, which is weird because we right. were just talking about cat lady, the Taiwanese Taiwanese president. Yeah. President. Um, she's called Sylvette Harry, Harry, 
um but she's she's 70 now she's won like 10 César like which is the French Oscars so she's really well known but like yeah her nickname is Mimu um she was very beautiful when she was younger if you look her up Mimu um uh and she yeah so she's playing his mum so she's there but she there's also in the background there's a video of like a home video yeah of her I and think little gael a little uh, possibly 16 millimeter film it's um i was listening to the commentary it's a super eight super eight. um and uh Gonshin was like oh maybe that's not quite correct because they would have had video then but it makes it look more homey and people did use right. we used to use super eight so I did you? yeah do you, do you remember me and lee and they had a super eight camera we've got loads of footage uh yeah so that's going on in the background and this is just a, a kid that looked a bit like gail and Bernal. right um oh, so he says and an extra playing the dad but it's um, yeah it must be mumu in the video right <laughs> made to look so, younger right so it's him and his mum and they're make what are they doing in the video i can't remember oh he's having a birthday yeah so that him blowing out candles on a birthday cake. How many candles did you count? Oh, I didn't. Did you? Uh, yeah, I, I think it was 11. Ah, oh, okay. Does that seem right with the age? Yeah. I mean, this is a real 11 year old's birthday. I, I presume this is real archive footage. I don't know. He might have just made it. No, I don't think. I think he just made it because he says on the commentary, it's just like it's a kid that looked a bit like Gael. Oh, really? So they've just made it. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that. Yeah, but they haven't like found someone's so... footage that looks like Gael. They've employed no, because the actor is an extra that they asked. Oh, really? They've so just made it. Yeah. Things. So they've no, made well, they it to look. They do a great job of making it look so retro. Mm. Mm. I think Super 8 helps with that because it does just look. Mm. I think if it had just been video, it would have been harder to. And um, so the mother's voice is, "Look how cute." See, yeah. Look how cute you were. And then he. And then he... Oh. Mm. <laughs> Or he like takes her into the blue screen or he like positions her in front of the blue screen behind the curtains. And he's sort of annoyed with her. Oh, what's happening? Apocalypse. People Voices. or something outside. Voices in the walls. Mm. Um, it is this way he said I glue paper in a basement all day. They don't need a graphic artist. You knew that. Oh, he said that. I think he sort of says that in between because it kind of cuts no, back sort of to him sitting on the. Oh, okay, but it cuts back to him sitting on the bed. It kind of cuts back and forth. I thought. No, I think no? I'm just getting confused. Oh, because he's like sitting in his like white t-shirt on the bed. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so confused. it's like the footage of him and his dad as children, or him as a child with his dad. Yeah. Kind of like playing around. There's this birthday scene. Yeah. He's on their backs doing sort of bicycle, air bicycles. Yeah, on the bed. It's very and cute. Then, uh, and then soldering something together. Yeah. Can you work out what they're making? No, I tried to look. It was, it was, uh, it was, it moves over the scene quite quickly. It's a bit of a messy desk for doing soldering. Yeah. There's really a lot of stuff. To burn yourself or make some kind of mistake. It's got some kind of propeller and a little tiny light bulb. I'm wondering if they're making yeah, something so that's self propeller, like a, you know, moves by itself or something or some kind of electrical thing 
Um, it's very cute. And Gondry, they ask Gondry, did you do this with your dad? And he said, yeah, he used to make, um, he used to make stuff with his dad. And they made one of the things, the first things they made was an electric pinball machine. Oh, wow. He said, and the rubber was like really bouncy. So every time they used it, like everything just used to fly everywhere. Right. But, yeah. Interestingly, his inspiration. What? I was watching a video of um, someone taking some sort of slow motion video of, of how a pinball machine works. Oh. And one of the things that was really interesting is that, so there's a sort of a solenoid is the kind of electromagnet for making almost all of the things flip around. Solenoid, so it like yeah. has the um, it's a basically sort of electromagnet. And they showed the flippers in slow motion. And he said how that when he first was recording it, he thought this was an, just a sort of weird freak thing. But he's like, no, it happens with all of the flippers all of the time. Is it flips so hard that the sort of little rubber band that's around the edge of the flippers actually goes kind of boing off the thing and then comes back down and he was saying that because there's this sort of trick which I can sometimes do but I don't I do it without really knowing how I do it where because it always seemed like it was impossible so that where the ball comes down and you flip at just the right time and you just sort of catch the ball without flipping it up and out without it going down because you're kind of like how is that possible because surely it would have to like you know if it hit the if it hit the thing it would knock it back up and if it didn't hit the thing it would bounce off it anyway so how can it just go doom and catch it and he sort of he didn't get a great example of it, but that kind of thing is where so maybe that's it. It's like the rubber band kind of goes up and meets the ball, and then kind of cushions it so that it goes oh. just this. But yeah, it's, it's kind of fascinating things when you slow them down enough. How different it is. Mm. Cool. Anyway, so yeah, it's amazing for him to make a pinball machine. Yeah, um, fun. A top a top attraction for pinball fans if you're in Paris is the Flipper Museum, which is near to the um, the flea market, uh, the Cleoncourt. Uh, I've never been there. Mm. It's not, I don't know if it's always open, because I emailed ahead of time to say, can I see it, and then showed up, and they opened it for me. Mm. Uh, and there's a wow. lot of machines. Um, Do you but, speak in French? Uh, yeah, he only spoke French, but his son was there, um, oh. and shooting around a bit. Then, what you asked in French for them to open? I, yeah, I just and I emailed just in ah, English. Oh, okay. They said, "Oh, yeah, come along this time." Um, I think one other person did sort of wander in, but it's it's a very mm. it's a very comprehensive collection of machines up to a certain date, which might be something like 1948. So wow. there are there are a few kind of modern sort of contemporary machines in there, but they mm. have a lot of very. It seemed, from what I can understand, from there's there's some signs and uh, cool. in different languages, but that they have some of the very mm -hmm. earliest um, examples of pinball or sort of bagatelle and things. Love bagatelle. Um, so he has one, which is I think the one that he's most proud of is he has the first one that has an electric flipper. Cool. So some of them had sort of mechanical flippers. Mm. It's like the earliest ones, you just had the plunger. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, and so also some of the ones which had electronic. Is it because uh, bagatelle is really old? We, my gran had a bagatelle. Yeah. Um, I don't know who got it actually. I don't know who got it when she died. Um, because I kind of have my eye on it. <laughs> my family's so huge, I didn't get anything. But uh, yeah, it's really beautiful. But I wonder if it where it comes from. Maybe you know that. Like, did they invent it? 
Is it a I French it thing? French. Yeah, it sounds a very French word. I mean, bagatelle is, but I mean, does, is but, that where pinball comes from? I wonder. Yeah, I think it was just an adapt- adaptation of that. Yeah. Because it was kind of, it cool. started off as bagatelle and then it was kind of like, let's make the pins more interesting. Yeah. Um, because the, the tilt mechanism was sort of, was added first as well. So tilt mm. was originally just a sort of... Um, oh, it makes me want one now. Ones. I'm going to look out for a bagatelle. Yeah. Oh, everything's shut though. So this museum you won't be able to go into now. And you can't go looking through antique places eh. <laughs> if i could it's, just like it it's derived from billiards oh which is french right i presume first used to describe game in 1819 okay some french soldiers carried their favorite bagatelle tables with them to america Oh wow! Oh, cool. To fight the British in the American Revolutionary War. Wow. It's kind of funny to think that as well. I mean, when yeah. I'm it's kind of like, well, I'm going to fight war. <laughs> Just bring my bag of towel set for the downtime. Yeah. <laughs> it's like bringing your Game Boy. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But they're quite unwieldy. Like it's not like a pocket thing. Like they're massive. Well, some of them. Are, are it should of, be like a meter and a half. A, no, you you definitely get smaller. The one we had was. Yeah. Otherwise, you, you can't do much with it. More like sort of fifteen inches or something. I suppose, but that's. Well, I suppose they could be smaller. Our one uses marbles or, or used marbles. Yeah. I'm going to ask my mum where it is. <laughs> Maybe I can claim it back. <laughs> I hope it didn't get thrown away. Yeah, it's weird with stuff as like how much, you know, like how the antiques of things, partly, you know, there's like antique versions of things which used to be very common. Yeah. And it's just because they, they were all thrown away pretty much. Yeah. Because um, that's that weird. I, I sometimes thought that with, um, like, if you want to buy things, hoping they'll become collectible. Because, you know, just that's like weird. I've never understood that. But like a pristine Game Boy is now worth quite a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Because, every, you know, loads of people had them. They use them and then they get bored of it and throw it away uh, or, you know, give it away to charity or whatever it is. Anyway. Yeah. But they basically have gone. And, and also lots of them get damaged as well. So it's like if you have a brand new one in a, in a box condition, it's worth, you. it has actually beaten inflation by, you know, a good margin. But then there's always the chance that you do that and it's just something crap and like you've just wasted, well, you've just you have bought something and not used it. Yeah, because well, the flip side is, yeah, people Cause you can't buy the wrong predict. things because... They buy like Barbies and keep them in perfect boxes and they might do well. But the trouble is too many people know, knew that like it's uh, only the original earlier. Star Wars figures? Yeah, and stuff like that. Star Wars. It's like loads of people have bought them and just kept them. But they but did not, get, uh, they, they had a peak though, didn't well. they? They had a peak yeah. and now probably less, but because yeah. Lee sold some of his. But you need to watch. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's also you have quite to a lot. the right time. If you are going to sell it, you have to pick the right time. Didn't they start was... disintegrating? Wasn't there a thing where everyone was oh, like, oh, our Star Wars figures are kind of disintegrating, so get them out of the attic now. Like, there was a kind of boom. It was like in the 90s or right. something. Or noughties, don't know. I was thinking anyway. that the... Um, I never had anything. Skateboards would probably do quite well because... It's what, skateboards? Kind of, those hoverboard sort of things. You know that... Like hoverboard? Those... You know those things that everyone they called it a hoverboard, but it's not. You know, it's like those those we, those wheelie carts you stand them. on. You haven't seen those? No. They weren't super common, but like a year or two ago, that was when they came out. And it's it's an ideal thing for it because everyone trashes them. It's you like mean where your feet were separate? Yeah, and you just sort of leaned. No, no, it was, it was one of these things that were done with a gyroscope. 
So you just leaned forward and it was electronically. Oh, like a. Um, it's like a bit like a Segway without a, yeah, segue. a thing anymore. <laughs> Segways. Oh my God, what a yeah. crazy, I mean, a segue ridiculous. would probably be somewhat collectible too. I mean, just like a Sinclair C5 is collectible and worth a lot of money. I don't think, aren't they still around Segways? Can you remember when people, I remember in Paris, when yeah. segways are at their height and people they They're would lead working. like tour guides of segwayed people it was the weirdest cheesiest They're still thing doing it still doing it last year oh my gosh there was there were segway people particularly because they're going up and around um uh, montmartre where it's so hilly the, the lazy people i mean that's half yeah. the thing isn't it? to walk up walk up from the to, it's a it's a good workout to go from yeah. the um to go from the metro stop up to the actual uh, yeah. to the top step of the cathedral mm. I was just going to say one thing that I really miss, like if I could just jump to anywhere, especially now it's Sunday, because Sunday would be the day for it, is to go to a brocante. Like I just, ah, oh, we used to just a go what? out of Paris. A brocante is just like a, um, a, a, a flea market, okay. essentially. But in France, they're just so big. And we used to, um, there was a site where you could just check what brocantes were on. Right. Uh, actually, there was another name for them. There's Brocante and something a bit more, uh, a bit more antique style. Anyway, and you could just go out of Paris, like half an hour out of Paris, and there would be, you know, little towns that would have amazing, just incredible stuff. And it's just my favorite. It's my favorite thing to do in the world. Like. I used to love doing car boot fairs. Yeah, it's the same. But I bet it's better than that because the trouble with it is, it's like you need it. Um, you need it to be in areas where people bought good stuff in the first place. You go to um, these small towns in France, and yeah. it's just like there's these proper, you know, really good stuff, like real yeah. vintage quality things. But also just like it's just the joy of looking around, and it's like a nice sunny day, and you have a picnic. And the thing that's good with a boot fair, I don't know if this applies to these necessarily, but is where it is where like a family is just doing it one time, you know, because they're like, let's clear all yeah. this stuff out of the spare room or the loft, or possibly it might also be a sort of an estate sale type thing. But they've brought it all down there, and they just want to get rid of everything. So it's like you know the, mm. they're not just going to take any price, but particularly by the end of the day when they're starting to clear up they're like well mm. what are we going to do with this thing anyway it's like going to be such a pain but and usually by that point they're just it's just crap left well that's it it's, there's there's different waves because it's like you get all, yeah. the, all those sort of um sharks you know i know you, that's have the you ever frustrating done a thing. They, they turn up immediately yeah. like, before you've even opened the thing and they're like uh, how much is that and, you know like uh, giving you all these because they also know that stuff's worth stuff but they're all dealers yeah. so they want to give you the lowest possible prices i don't like that no it's it can be a bit stressful i don't like doing them because it's so boring and you have to get up so early yeah just a bit oh well, i haven't done that very much i think i think the i just like going to them it's over because i know yeah. like, i feel like the last one i went to as well because you just sell things online now yeah that was it and there were just tons of like videos and dvds and you're just like no one really wants these now yeah and it just kind of made me feel sad because also you just know we're going to go to landfill and what a terrible waste of plastic and energy it was so no yeah lots of crappy plastic things you're right like sort of mm. plastic toys that were even given away or like or just you know sort of 90s crap yeah. like yeah. that just your house is just filled with it's incredible like how much you accumulate of those things and like especially yeah. for your family like yeah but the, but it's not the same like I, you know because I know people do that and I look online and 
you know like Becky does this a lot like she's quite good at she goes on eBay and and she just kind of trawls like she's good at kind of um just searching through for these like bizarre things but it's not as fun like you want to be physically there and the point is like going into a charity shop or a boot fair or a brocante or whatever is that you don't know you don't know what you're looking for. It's not that you, you might go in your head with like, I'm hoping that I'll find a book on this or, or this or a bagatelle or whatever, but it's just like an array of things. And there's just something really satisfying about that. It's just really enjoyable. Even if you don't buy any of them, just looking. Have I strangely had some things so like where I was looking, I was looking for this particular record, which is not a common record at all. Hmm. I just kind of was like, I was like, I just hope I find this record. Because, and I found it. It just seems so. Oh. It seems so unlikely that I would, because what was it? Didn't it? Have a, it didn't even have a cover. I just found oh. it. I, was, I just recognised it from the. Um, oh, cool. The centre label, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't in great condition, but I'm just like, it seems so improbable that someone in in Eastbourne would even have this record. What is it? Be a, it's um. Uh, it's by Morton Subutnik. It's a oh. Berlin, uh, synthesizer. Oh wow! Good find. What in a charity shop? No, a boot in a boot fair. I think it's on oh. Nonesuch Records. Cool. Uh, and so I just, I just saw it was a Nonesuch record, and I was like, oh, maybe that'll be the thing, and it was. Cool. I do sometimes have a kind of, um, it's like a charity shop syndrome or like boot fair syndrome, where I'm like, I just want to get something, <laughs> and there'll be thing that because it's like five pounds and it's on a on a store it seems like a really great idea and then you get it home you're like yeah this is the kind of thing that you want to get rid of like when you're clearing out stuff and you're just like why did I get it but it just because it was kind of do you know what I mean yeah I'm not very good at finding things that are worth anything either like that's Becky's domain she's better at that she's got the eye for it I just like quirky things strange things I just found a page on how to hide <clears throat> a secret message in an audio file <gasps> where you can take a picture and then turn it into some sort of, I mean, basically it just turns it into that sort of squeaky modem-like noise. But oh. apparently you can then record that onto a tape, give it to someone, and then they get back a kind of weird distorted version of your original oh, picture, which sounds freaky. Quite, quite fun. We should try it. Have we, is that the end of the minute then? Is that all there is? Yeah, that's it. Is. I, I um, again went a few seconds over, but I can't comment on what might happen in the next few Well, he addresses the audience, doesn't he? No. Is that in the next bit? Well, he didn't address it in the bit that I was. Oh, okay. I think I went over a tiny bit. Um, you always do this, Gemma. And I'm sorry. <laughs> on the table, it's because I was listening to the commentary. On the table, with, he's sitting with his mum in the studio thing they've got loads of craft stuff and they've got like FIMO <laughs> oh yes I, I noted the FIMO because yeah. I used to make like, stuff notes. with it yeah but um, it wasn't there in like a previous shot because it's, it's not no because they've no. got a load of craft stuff out I yeah. think and there's like they loads of colored it. paper and yeah um and then there's like this little cartoon duck thing in a little sort of cage on the table behind <laughs> the light just went on behind you oh Wow. Uh -huh. <laughs> and off again. And off again. Oh. Someone using your loop. Yeah. Is this the stranger? Or it's a ghost. Or a ghost. ghost it's just ghostly you. manifestations. Mm. Right. Well, we've talked for 
donkey's well, ears. I'm going to eat that piece of quiche that has been in the fridge for far too long and hope it doesn't kill me. Oh dear, good luck. I think I'm not, gonna, I, I'm not going to look at what the best before date was because it might... I don't... I don't yeah. Psychi if it smells all right. That's what I'm going to do. What's it got in it? Lots of things. <laughs> Poisonous things. Mm. It's got mushrooms now. Didn't have before. Yeah. Did I tell you about the weevils? I made this, tried to make pancakes. <laughs> but weevils just, to me, always sound like they must be like physically large manifest. I think yes. I kind of think they're like a weevil grows into a weasel. Yeah. But like it's sort they? of about... They're, they're just, just little crusty lumps of something. No, they're little insects. They're insects. Yeah. I think I had weevils in my duck food. Uh. Um, but the ducks, <laughs> the ducks loved it. Yeah, just a bit of extra protein. Yeah. I mean, they're not bad for you. We can eat them. I just was yeah. a bit put off. The things they've spread to everything else in the cupboard, so the sugar also has weevils oh, yeah. in it. Oh, shit. Mm. Do a big clean out. Yeah. I'm going to have to check all my stuff for weevils. You can give me weevil anxiety. Yeah, I know. <laughs> weevil anxiety. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're just very common. And they're probably no problem. I don't know. <laughs> Just I mean, yeah, gives you the creeps a bit. I won't kill you, just uh, but it's good not to have them in everything. Well, and the sugar. Well, yeah, because they in flour they're very common. Apparently, they they're very happy in flour, and sometimes you can buy flour and it's already got the eggs in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, itchy just thinking about it. Um, but I mean, I think in like you know times gone by, yeah, they would have just been like, mm. we're not going to throw all this flour out. And they can, didn't have any ways of keeping it to stop that happening. So they just mm. sift them out. <laughs> mm. Yeah, it's weird how just like a lot of small things like that we take for granted, like airtight containers just didn't exist. Yeah. And without it, it's like, you know, with an airtight container, it's like if, if the weave was already in there, you know, yeah. no, no good. But if, because uh, actually that's how I spotted it with the duck uh, food, because they were in a little um, takeaway yeah. container. There's all these things crawling around in there. And I'm like, ah, they can't get out. I just left them there for longer and they eventually died and then fed them to the ducks. I haven't seen the ducks for a while, actually. They've been <laughs> you poisoned them all with your weevils. No, no, no. They just, they've probably You've migrated them to off. fancier ponds. Oh, sad. Hmm. All right. Well. Yeah, leave it there, shall we, listener? You yeah. still haven't written to us. Not no. We, we do hold it against you. Well, you never say goodbye. It's always me. Yeah. <laughs> you I, say I said nothing. Goodbye. I did. I said goodbye 10 minutes ago. Cut it back to that one and cut this one off. It's right. too long anyway. You didn't say goodbye. You just said we should just stop. Let's not argue about goodbyes. Bye. Bye.